0: A mystery. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought let's just pick one that we can at least like have a bit of a laugh through. <laughs>
1: I'm, yeah, like, so real. I like it.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Devil's Margarita. I'm Amanda, and I'm Ellie. I've got a really weird story for you today. <gasps> I'm excited. This is not a true crime story. No one oh. dies. No crime is ever committed. No insurance policy? No insurance policy. Oh, nothing like it's it's a weird one. I I picked it purely cuz it was weird, but it's so hard to explain before I tell it. It's just a weird story. I don't know how we're going to title this by the way cuz it's not a true crime. I'm intrigued, maybe <laughs> mystery? Actually perfect. Mystery would be okay. perfect cuz it is a mystery. Spoiler. <laughs> I love me some mystery. Okay, so I know I mentioned it to you what case I was doing. uh, I think it was like three weeks ago now, though, so you might have forgotten. But when I mentioned it to you, you didn't know what it was, so.
1: I may or may not have forgotten.
0: That's perfect. I don't want you to know anything about this. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) I'm going to talk about the Trump family. That's Trump with an O, not, you know, the Trumps. Trumps. The Trump family? The Trump family. I'm going to tell you about a really weird road trip they took. (gasps)
1: oh uh, no this isn't related well it is kind of
0: related but <laughs> uh, w- what is
1: <laughs> when he said trump i was like why do i know that i was thinking of the von trapp family from center Music. oh my
0: god <laughs> <laughs> not that family either <laughs> dang it <laughs> not that family at all no the the trumps are just a normal family and i'm gonna tell you about a weird road trip they took Oh, I love road trips. And I mean, I know that sounds kind of boring and fairly innocent, but trust me, the whole thing is just odd. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) So, are you ready for me to start? So ready. Hang on. Wait, what are you drinking?
1: Well, I just finished off my last bottle of cider.
0: Is that Sad Days?
1: Um, No, because I'm kind of over that flavor. It's been uh, the strawberry and lime. Oh, I like those ones, though. Yeah, but I've had them for like weeks now. (laughs) I got too many. Yeah. English is hard. I should have gotten alternate
0: (laughs) flavors, but I didn't. (laughs) What are you drinking? Um, I've got a rum and coke. Oh. But honestly, I'm not sure that no one needs to be drunk for this story. It's gonna be almost family friendly. It's I'm just gonna tell you so that you understand what I'm trying to say. Okay. The Trump family consists of Dad Mark, who is fifty one. Mum jacoba i think it's spelled j a c o b a so like jacob but with an a at the end jacoba yeah i don't know how else you would say that so i'm really sorry if i'm saying it wrong but i have no idea how to pronounce it she was 53 and they had three kids rihanna who was 29 mitchell who was 25 and ella who was 22 i really like the name ella it's very cute
1: right but you, i don't think you could have some like one of your child rihanna and then have a child named ella now without <laughs> that's so that true. being <laughs> but they
0: were named you know a long time before, before. the song so oh that's unfortunate <laughs> i want yeah but they would have been in, like in school when that song came out that would have been a nightmare
1: oh uh, even worse yeah
0: They all lived on a property in Savan, which is east of Melbourne in Australia. Hang on, wait. I've just realized all of the stories I've picked have been Australian. Is this a conspiracy? I think it's just one of those things where I know these cases best. So that's why I'm picking Mm. them.
1: I think all of mine so far have been US. Yeah, they have.
0: Huh. Weird. I'll try and branch out. (laughs) But Savan is an area that's known for fruit farms, which is what their property was. It was a red currant farm that they owned and ran.
1: Wait, what are red currants?
0: I think like I like sultanas ragus, I think like Ribena I think <gasps> I haven't had a Ribena in so long me either I haven't had one since I was a child <laughs> but I think that's what they are
1: yum
0: yeah yum all of this sounds pretty pretty family friendly you know I I, I kind of it's feel like this is peachy. like the like Australian dream to have like your own farm and you know live off the land and all that stuff
1: I've got an orange tree, (laughs) so I'm I'm partially there. You're getting there. (laughs) Yeah, but as wonderful as it is to have fresh oranges – there is a cunt load of <laughs> spiders oh, yeah. that lives on that tree. Like, and I'm not okay with that. <laughs> the amount of times that I've gone to pick, like, I've got out in the morning, you know, in my PJs, just shuffling along. My eyes are still half closed, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna have fresh orange, and then I go to pick a nice juicy orange, and then, boom,
0: spider. Hang on, wait, what kind of spiders?
1: I don't know, my eyes are half closed at that point, (laughs) but then they are open real wide, so I'm blind and I'm running back to the door.
0: (laughs) I mean, that is the issue with just like outside in Australia.
1: (laughs) Right, there are so many spiders.
0: Seriously, I hate them so much.
1: It's too many legs, like it's just at the (laughs) point where they're just showing off. I don't
0: like it, I don't appreciate it. Uh, Plus they can all kill you here, so not a good time.
1: Right. The amount of times that I've seen a new spider and I'm like, hold on, I have to Google whether or not this will kill me. <laughs> it's too much. That's a
0: mood. That's that's a big mood, especially in summer, because they're like fucking everywhere in summer. Right. We have like these massive black ones living in our fence at the moment, and I'm just too scared. I don't want to know what they are. As long as I stay in the fence, that's fine. <laughs>
1: I actually talked um, to my partner about this today, and I was like, there's a lot of cobwebs, so, like, I'm trying to push for a pressure washer for Christmas (laughs) um, because I've seen a lot of pressure washing TikToks. I'm getting (laughs) off track here, but I really want a pressure washer. And so, like, I want one so I can pressure wash clean because it's very satisfying. But also, imagine the amount of damage I could do to a spiderweb with a pressure washer, (laughs) you know? This is true. Just like, sorry, anyway.
0: (laughs) Okay, we've gotten off track and we haven't even actually started the story yet.
1: We're like at the very, very first sentence. Yeah, literally.
0: Whoops. Oh, I just hit my microphone. Sorry. (laughs) This is so, so unorganized already. Oh, it's chaos. (laughs) Okay, so back on track, back on track. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) On August 29th, 2016, this didn't happen that long ago. I mean, Mm. it did. It was pre-COVID. That was a long time ago, obviously.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's true. I I feel like it's like, what is it? BC and AD at this point? Yeah, pretty
0: much. But it would be like PC, pre-COVID. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs)
1: pre-COVID.
0: Okay, so on August 29th, 2016, things took a turn for the weird. The entire family just got in the car and left. Just up and left? Just left. This might not sound weird on its own, but after neighbours noticed that it didn't return, police went to the property and found the house was unlocked. All of their passports, credit cards, and mobile phones were still there. That's weird. And all of the vehicles on the property still had their keys in them. That's weird. Why would you leave your keys in your vehicle? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. They had left everything valuable open.
1: But, like, it just seems weird to leave keys in your car and then your house and valuables
0: very strange. about. So we begin one of the weirdest family road trips ever. Oh, hell yeah. Mitchell, for some reason, had decided to not leave his phone behind, even though everyone else did. He appeared to be the only one who wasn't on board with this off-the-grid trip. Mood. But at around 30 kilometers which is about 19 miles. I did do the conversions for this one because there's a lot of them. (laughs) So, yeah, about 30 Ks from home, his family forced him to throw the phone out of the moving car window when they discovered that he still had it. That's rude. Apparently, they needed him to get rid of it because they thought it might be tracking their movements and they were trying very hard to not let anyone know where they were going for some reason. Oh, that's hitting a bit close to home. Mm.
1: And I only say that because... We have an fbi minder named Linda. Bless her consox. She's monitoring all of our devices at every single time. Like, every time we talk about something weird, we always have to say, sorry, Linda.
0: <laughs> I feel like we need to give some context to that, or people are going to think that we, we seriously think an FBI agent named Linda is tracking us. Well, of least we named her what? Like, Steve? <laughs> oh, yeah. She's gone through a few names. She's changed genders. Bless. <laughs> but, you know, the whole thing, it's just a joke, because you know how the FBI listens to everyone, we just feel like there's got to be someone watching us at this point for the weird shit we talk about. Yeah, and that's Linda. Linda. Yeah. (laughs) Praise be Linda. So on the first day of the road trip, they made it to Bathurst, which is about 800 Ks or about 500 miles away from their home. That's a fucking long trip in one day.
1: That is a long trip. Yeah.
0: Because I think like Melbourne to Sydney, that's like nine hours and that's fucked to do on one day. Going Mm. even further than that. It's weird. So, they stayed overnight in Bathurst and planned to continue their travels the next morning. However, Mitchell ended up leaving the rest of the family that, like, the next morning and started to try and make his way back home. So, he's like, fuck this shit, I'm out.
1: I'm so confused already.
0: You should be, because it's confusing.
1: (laughs) So, no, I'm just going to hold
0: my questions. (laughs) Yeah, the 800k's from home, no idea why, and Mitchell's up and left them. He's out, he's over it.
1: Man, and he hasn't even got a phone. hmm
0: He hasn't got a phone. He is a long way from home and now he's going to try and get back there with, I assume he just has cash, but I don't know that for sure, but I assume he does. Mm.
1: But how do you even get back with just cash? Like you need IDs to get on like a plane of any sort.
0: I do know how he got home, but I'll, I'll say that later. (laughs) Oh, mystery. So now we're left with four remaining trumps still on the road trip. (laughs) So the remaining four headed east from Bathurst and ended up at the Janelon Caves which is about another 80k's or 50 miles away from where they started that day. Mm, so pretty down there by the way. Yeah. And this is where the road trip loses two more members. So, Rihanna and Ella decide to leave and head back home as well.
1: Worst place
0: to probably decide that. Nolan Caves. You get in the out. fucking middle of nowhere. Yeah, I used to live near there. Um, yeah, there's there's nothing around there. Because and, yeah, and they know that, so they steal a car. <sighs> okay yep yeah so the girls end up stealing a car and drive to Goulburn, which is another 150 k's or about 93 miles away from where they were and when they got to Goulburn, they reported their parents as missing
1: this is so like even just to go from like janelle and k's to Goulburn doesn't seem like a very logical route no not at like, all why would you why would you just not go to the nearest town or at least sydney yeah i was
0: gonna say why wouldn't you head back to sydney why would you go to Goulburn? Yeah. It's very strange. Very strange.
1: And then report... So, okay. So, they've reported their parents missing at that point. Yes.
0: Which is also odd because they seen them earlier that day.
1: Right. They would have... They've had a, Been on the road for so long.
0: Mm. Well, not really that long. Like, they've only been away from home for about 24 hours at this point. Which I feel is a
1: long time to be in a car. Yeah, definitely. With your parents. Yeah, definitely. But- <laughs> Especially if they're telling you to, like, throw... Like, not bring your phones or throw your phones out the window.
0: It's a very long time. Yeah, what are you doing in that car? Right.
1: There's only so much staring at the window yeah. that you can do at that point. And
0: especially like the Australian landscape is really boring. Mm. It's really flat. It's, there's nothing interesting to look at. Right. The whole thing's really weird. This is getting curiouser and curiouser. So it wasn't until this point that the media picked up the story and no, there's still no one really knew what was happening. All they knew is that, you know, these two people were now missing, but every, every news station and every newspaper had picked it up by the next morning. Okay. Even though there was no information apart from these two people are missing. But the right. media is was just as curious as we are at this point, going, what is happening? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what is happening? Yeah. In Goulburn, Rihanna and Ella decided to part ways. Ella was desperate to get back home, feed the horses and attend to the farm. So she left. And she was the first family member to make it back home, arriving on the Tuesday night, which was only the next day after they left. How did she get home so fast? She drove the stolen car. <laughs> That poor person yeah. is now missing a car. Yeah, so she she drove <laughs> she drove the stolen car. I, there's a part of me that's like you've been to the police station with the stolen car and then you've just fucked off with it again. How did you get away with that?
1: Right. So this is all like the fact that she like the whole family left and then now she's returning. This is like forty eight hours we're speaking about. Yeah, right? pretty much, yeah. And she's been all over the fucking state almost.
0: Um, well she's been over two because Sylvan's in Victoria.
1: Yeah, so she's been all around two states and then- She's
0: back home. 48 hours is not very long. She would be very tired. Uh, Yeah, I would think so. Now, Now she's back home. Mitchell arrived home the next morning after her and he had to take several trains to get home. That's why I assume he had cash. Right, okay. While it seemed Ella and Mitchell were safe and sound and back home, Rihanna wasn't doing as well. She had decided to climb in the back of a ute while the driver was getting fuel at a service station- And he didn't discover her until he'd been driving for over an hour. So he could have been anywhere at that point. Well, the driver was Keith Whittaker, and he had pulled into the Caltex to fill up before taking off to Canberra, which was another 100 Ks. So it's approximately (laughs) 62 miles. (laughs) Like, these guys, they're all covering a lot of ground here. It gets worse after this. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's like they're just casting a net. Yeah. Over like <laughs> the whole of Australia or oh, the whole East Coast
0: at this point. Pretty much. Almost. So I've, I've got a quote from Keith and I've got to say, he sounds like a gem. So he said, I filled up with petrol and drove off on my way to Canberra for a doctor's appointment. I got to Lake George yes. when I felt a kick to the back of my seat. I turned around and saw two legs stretched across the back between my seat and the floor, which I assume is something in the back tray because he had a ute. Right. So I guess I should say for international listeners, that's like a pickup truck. Mm. She was lying on the floor. I got an extreme shock and I pulled over in a rest area. About 20 minutes later, the young woman sat up and was staring straight ahead. I asked her who she was and if she was all right, but she didn't know her name and had no idea where she was.
1: Uh, oh, this is getting
0: creepy. Yeah, it's getting real fucking weird. So, Rihanna was in a catatonic state and she claimed that she did not know her name or where she was. She did, however, offer Keith 50 bucks for his troubles. Bless? That's sweet. She declined. <laughs> Uh, Oh, that's why he sounds like a gem. (laughs) Bless him. So she was taken to Goulburn Hospital and put in psychiatric care. Um, It took them like not that long to figure out who she was, but at first they had no idea. So we've got Rihanna now in a hospital. Mm -hmm. In Goulburn. In Goulburn. Ella was eventually charged with stealing the vehicle that she just took. But Rihanna was excused due to her mental state because they both stole the car initially. Right. The car owners did drop the charges against Ella after they realized what she'd been through. And they got the car back anyway, so it was kind of all good after that. Right. Okay. Meanwhile, while the kids are doing all of this stuff, Mark and Jacob, I really feel like I'm not pronouncing that right, but that's what I'm going with. Let's call her Mrs. J. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the parents, they drove back towards Melbourne from the Janolin Caves. So they've turned around and started going back the direction they came. So
1: they drop off their son and continue on. Then they drop off their Two girls, mm-hmm. and then they head back in the direction of their
0: home. Yep. <laughs> this is what? it's wild. A day later, they would end up 600k south. Um, so it's about 3, 7, 370 miles in Wangaratta, which is not near their home, by the way. It's just south of where they were. This is where they part ways as well for, unno- what for is unknown going on? reasons. Like, I still don't have an answer for you as to why they got split up.
1: I'm trying to, like, visually map this out in it's my so brain. It's so
0: hard. I, I tried to put it on a map today, and I'm like, I'm still confused.
1: <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like bouncing around like a pinball at this
0: point. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Jacob decides to head north, again, for some reason, but it's still unclear how she traveled without the vehicle, which was still in Mark's possession. But she was found the next day about 350 k's away, or about 217 what? miles, in Yas. I am... What... <laughs> Right? It's so confusing. I have no idea what is happening.
1: I am so confused.
0: So she was found in yes, She was wandering around in an agitated state and uh, she was picked up by police there. And when they realized who she was, they ended up taking her to Goulburn Hospital. So her and Rihanna were reunited at that point. Okay. Mark, however, still not spotted. Where are you, Mark? Mark had stayed in Wangaratta, but was spotted behaving erratically, including tailgating a young couple. But then he was later seen fleeing the vehicle.
1: That's weird. Very weird.
0: Also dangerous. Don't do that. Very. Mitchell and Ella made an appearance in the media saying they didn't know why their parents were behaving like they were. But, okay. I'm like, surely they know what's going on because they were on the road trip at some point as well. Right. They left with them. A quote from Mitchell in that media appearance. He said, I've never seen anyone like this or anyone conduct themselves in this way. I just really want my dad to be found. He's not dangerous. He's my mate, my father. I love him. Aww. which is so wholesome it hurts me oh yeah what's going on I, I look a spoiler i don't give you much insight <laughs> oh god damn it <laughs> um, so six days after the family road trip began mark was found on the side of the road near Wangareta airport um he was questioned by the police assessed by a mental health officer and then released there is actually this great photo, which I'm, I'm sure I'll put on Instagram or we'll link it somehow. There's this great photo of him being released from police custody and he's giving the media the finger. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did later, though, apologize for the hurt and concern he caused by the events of that week and thank the community resources that helped them. But people were still like everyone was still confused as to what the fuck happened. Right, yeah, I'm confused. I, I, so am I, <laughs> and I've spent like a week looking into this, and it's uh, it's a hard one. The family had no diagnosed mental illnesses, no evidence that any of them were on drugs. They weren't in debt, and they didn't belong to any religious groups. So why had they uh, gone on this bizarre family road trip, leaving everything that was important behind?
1: Yeah, like it's it's that's weird. Like you just don't up and leave everything behind no. it. like they had a farm and everything and all of their passports and so- I'm just very confused and then they went all over everywhere
0: yeah this is the confusing part there was no real reason for them to leave in the first place
1: right there's no immediate danger no
0: uh so th- there was no real reason for them to leave in the first place there was definitely no reason for them to leave the house unlocked keys in vehicles and all of their important documents left behind they hadn't been planning a vacation and if they had if that was a planned vacation, that was a really weird route to take. Um, like the whole thing just didn't make any sense, especially since the kids reported their parents missing. Mm. It, like none of it adds up. None of it adds up.
1: I'm very confused.
0: As was the rest of Australia, because like I said, this was in the media for a long time. No one really knew what had happened and the family wouldn't talk about it publicly. And they still haven't really. So this leads people to have their own theories. Of course. Oh, I'm very confused, but I'm also intrigued. <laughs> it's just like a really, I, I guess it's really weird because it was so big in the media. You would think if something was being reported in the media like that, that eventually you'd get some answers when it was all over, but no. Yeah. No, just no, no answers. None. Yeah. So the leading theory, because the family have barely talked publicly about what happened is that this is a case of folie a which I'm butchering is- the French pronunciation, but it just means a madness of two. Oh. Have you ever heard of that before? It sounds familiar. I mean, it's a Fallout Boy album, and it's a really good one.
1: Maybe that's why it sounds familiar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the album with, like, the bear on the cover. But yeah, it means a madness of two, or as it's probably otherwise known, a shared psychosis. Right. Shared psychosis is when a delusional belief or even hallucinations are shared between two or more people. One person begins the delusions, convinces the other it's, others it's true, and then they continue to just, like, back and forth, reinforce each other and back each other up. So, like, the delusions get bigger and worse, and because they keep reinforcing each other, it's hard to break out of it.
1: That is so fascinating.
0: Really is. I don't know how that happens. It's very confusing to me.
1: Wow. That is really fascinating, though, that, like, I don't know, I think the the brain is such a weird and wonderful thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: But the the sheer fact that you can be deep in a delusion, which, you know, it happens, Mm. and to then be able to share that on and, like, convince somebody else and then they believe it and then just bounce back and forth. Mm. Yeah. That's fascinating.
0: I think it's also especially interesting because this entire family had no history of mental illness. Oh. This is just something. I I wouldn't say that it suddenly happened. Mm. I'm sure it developed over time. But the fact that they had no other, um, you know, mental issues, like mental health issues leading up to this. Yeah. Very confusing that it could suddenly take on such a, you know, massive role to the point where they just up and leave.
1: Yeah. It's kind of scary too, thinking about it, like how somebody that's perfect, that seems perfectly healthy can then just find themselves that deep in a delusion.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The theory for them was that they had normal everyday stresses that eventually built up over time. I don't know how much I buy this, though. Some of the excuses were, you know, they were in the middle of a major renovation of their home. The farm was a lot of work and they often worked up to seven days a week. Uh, There's a part of me that's like, that's farm life.
1: Yeah, I feel like farming in general is a labor of love.
0: Absolutely. You have to put
1: in a lot of hours and long hours to make sure that everything's up and running
0: yeah there's a part of me that's like renovations and like working a lot i don't know i
1: don't i don't know if that could cause
0: something this serious
1: if it is like that's that's pretty scary yeah
0: absolutely because i mean
1: think of how many people are currently going through renovations and working
0: i mean i guess it just takes something to like break the camel's back as it were Mm, the straw maybe i mean i I, this is the hard part this is all just theories because the family won't say anything (laughs) god damn it trump family i need answers (laughs) as does everyone else um (laughs) but it it kind of seems like most of it stemmed from mark like mark seemed like the major influence on the family and he kind of seemed the reason that everyone was fleeing from the farm
1: right so it kind of centers around him
0: he seems to be the main one because Mitchell, like, he left pretty quickly and he took his phone. So I feel like he wasn't as influenced.
1: Right. Maybe he was right on the cusp of mm. falling down a, a rabbit hole, but was able to kind of see things a bit more clearly quite quickly.
0: Yeah, I, I do think that might have been the case that maybe he just wasn't as sucked in as everyone else. Mm. And maybe Mitchell leaving was the thing that made the, the girls kind of go, hang on, wait. And that's why mm. they left quickly as well.
1: Which would make sense why his wife would be so almost as far gone as him. Yeah. Because I mean, obviously they talk and they would be the closest to each other.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um and obviously like Mark would have more of an influence over his wife than his grown children as well. Mm. Absolutely. So I can see how she would have got sucked in more.
1: Mm, yeah, definitely.
0: I'm not sure how much I can take this report just because I know the family haven't really talked about it. But I did find one media report saying that both Mark and Jacob had been supposedly experiencing paranoia, convinced that someone was trying to kill them and take their money, which doesn't make any sense to me because they left all of their credit cards and important information behind. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, if they were scared of someone robbing them, they just went, here, take everything.
1: Right, and I feel like something like that would linger afterwards a little while longer. Like, and I mean, maybe I'm wrong completely, but I just feel like something like that, if you had gone on this road trip for so many days because you were super paranoid that someone was going to, like, kill you or whatever, Mm. um, or out to get your money or whatever, blah, 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 that when you were finally found and then taken for a mental evaluation, I feel like there would still be, like, lingering paranoia so they wouldn't just release you.
0: Yeah, See, that's the other interesting thing is they released Mark straight away. He did not go into any kind of care. So, that's the other really weird part about it.
1: Do we know how long that, like, shared psychosis can last? Or, like, is it just something that you kind of slowly draw into and, like, can just, I suppose, snap out
0: of? Okay, so here's the weird part about that. And it was literally my next sentence anyway. (laughs) Um, It's worth noting here that shared psychosis isn't a disorder that's actually recognised. So, you know how, uh, like, we have the DSM, so that's, like, the... Yeah. I didn't even know how to describe that, but it's basically, like, the...
1: Mental health guidelines kind pretty of Pretty much, being.
0: like, for, for disorders. It's not in there. Right. There isn't many cases of this happening at all. Like, it's very rare. Wow. So, I don't have an answer for that because this hasn't there's been really been studied enough. because there's barely any cases that have existed. That's crazy. There's, there's a couple, though. There's a few um, really famous ones. I think the ones that people think most when they think about à do is, I think it was two French sisters who, for some reason, for some unknown reason even to them, they decided to start running into traffic.
1: Oh, <gasps> I seen
0: that. I remember that. Yeah. Um, so that was, like, one of the really big famous cases, but there are not many at all.
1: That is so bizarre. Yeah, very. That you can just either run into traffic – Or just up and leave. It's kind of hard to almost, like, understand Mm. um, because, like, I mean, you just don't- The average person doesn't just go in and out of psychosis. No. um, Or, like, delusions. So, it's very hard to imagine what that is like.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, it's easy for me to sit here and say, I don't understand how they could have all bought into Mark saying that they were in danger and they had to leave- yeah. But I'm sure it felt very real to them.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's it's really it's really hard because I can't imagine being in that situation. However, it kind of sounds like especially from this example that it could happen to anyone, not that it happens often, but it could. That's
1: that's kind of scary. Yeah. But <laughs> it also reminds me of like this comedy thing. I think it might have been oh, what's his name? What's that Australian comedian's name that's now in America? He does, like, that whole guns shtick.
0: Oh, Jim Jeffries.
1: Yeah, so it reminds me of this thing where Jim Jefferies was giving, I don't know, one of his specials or whatever, and he was, like, saying that, you know, he thinks that he's in front of this packed stadium telling jokes, but, I mean, who's to say that he's there and not in some psychiatric centre standing up against the wall? And I'm just like, although that seems very, very, like – outrageous and, like, from one end of the spectrum to the other, it just – it also kind of makes me think, like, at any point in time, could somebody go into a delusional state and, like, they think that they're somewhere somewhere else or they're doing something else, which – I know the short answer is yes, because delusions. But, like, I still can't relate to that. Likewise. And I find it fascinating.
0: What What you're saying also reminds me of an episode of Buffy where – she gets infected by a demon and she keeps having visions of her in a mental institution and like her mother's still alive and like she's surrounded by her family and they're all there trying to get her to like break out of her psychosis and it like the episode kind of leaves you thinking okay so is Buffy the vampire slayer or is she a girl in a mental institution right yeah yeah it's kind of like the same thing And, you know, that's so far removed from anything that I've experienced, but obviously that's very real for other people. Mm. Clearly what happened to these guys, or at least the most likely theory out of all the ones I read anyway.
1: Yeah. It's crazy that you can just share a delusion, almost kind of like a virus.
0: Yeah. One person gets it and
1: then it just spreads throughout a a family,
0: essentially. Well, even though there's not a lot of documented cases of it, the ones that have been documented, they all share two things in common. And one is stress and the other is social isolation. What we could surmise maybe from their situation is that they're on a farm. Uh They're not exactly close physically to anyone else.
1: Yeah, they're kind of secluded. Yeah,
0: they're they're secluded and isolated on their farm, not having a lot of contact with other people. Maybe that's how it became easy for them to convince each other of like this supposed danger.
1: That is so fascinating. Mm. Very. It would be very interesting to find out what sparked this.
0: Yeah, like what was the um the, the, the turning point? What was the thing that happened that made them say, we've got to leave today?
1: Yeah, like you wake up that morning. What was, yeah, like you said, what, what was the, the straw that broke the camel's back?
0: Unfortunately, we do not have that information because they won't talk about it. And I mean, I kind of actually understand why they won't talk about it. But on the mm. other hand tell me
1: <laughs> i'm so curious i suppose it's also very like almost embarrassing like the
0: oh yeah whole- the whole country was watching this happen you know yeah,
1: like the nation was waiting and being like the hell is going on here um and then to come out of me and be like oh no yeah i
0: i assume that's exactly <laughs> what it was like <sighs> yeah so there were some other really wild theories One of the other ones was that there were chemicals on the farm that they were having exposure to that caused the psychosis.
1: (gasps) Pesticides.
0: Yeah, exactly. I kind of don't buy this theory because they owned and ran that farm for who knows how long. Why Uh would they suddenly be mishandling chemicals?
1: Yeah. I mean, I take the whole pesticides conspiracy stuff with a grain of salt, just like I do with the whole 5G caused the (laughs) coronavirus. Yeah. Well, I digress.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I just don't buy that because they had been living on that farm for years. Why would they suddenly not handle chemicals Mm. correctly and be exposed? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I also think that Mm. if you own a farm, you know what you're doing, you know? Right, yeah. So, I I don't really buy that one. No. But the other one was that the family... Uh, like the family farm, was a front for money laundering and drugs and that they had to leave because (gasps) a mob was after them. Oh, conspiracy. I think that one's a bit (laughs) far-fetched. But those are the best types of Uh, conspiracy. That's true, but there's no evidence at all to back that up. Nothing. That's sad. You would assume, especially for the two that ended up in hospital, that they would have tested them for drugs. Yeah. And there's nothing to say that any of them were on drugs at all.
1: I forgot all about the fact that drugs didn't make yeah, you know <laughs> <laughs> that they can cause psychosis. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, drugs can make you do things.
0: Can make you do some really wacky things. Yeah, but that's not. There's no evidence to suggest that that was the case for any of them.
1: How bizarre! I have so many questions, but I'm so confused. Yeah,
0: same. That, that's why I picked this one because, like, I thought let's take a break from murder. Uh-huh. Let's just have a really weird story and try to figure it out. But. Honestly, it's, there's so many details that I would love to know that are just not available to us.
1: Right. We have, like, some of the puzzle pieces, but we're missing the critical insights. Yeah,
0: bit. exactly. So seven months after their ordeal, the Trump family were reported to be basically back to normal. They were all back at home and all working on the farm again. Pretty much as if nothing had ever happened. Seven months, though. I think um, when I say seven months, that was the first report that came out. I have a feeling that they were back there before then.
1: Yeah, so that was when someone decided to report on exactly. it. Exactly. Okay.
0: Like that's just when the article was written. I have a feeling, I mean, I'm sure it would have taken them a little bit to get back to normal, but I have a feeling it was not seven months.
1: I do wonder what it would have been like for them to have finally gotten back home as a family right after this ordeal, to then walk into your house where it was obviously a very scary time that would make you want to just up and leave, mm. um as as Brashley as they did. So I I do wonder what it was like walking into the house after that because like you know when you go on a holiday and it's a fun time and then you come home and then it's just like that kind of that pause at some point in the first 24 hours where you're just like okay
0: what now yeah um <laughs> i imagine it was very awkward
1: <laughs> right you're all just kind of sitting at the uh, around the kitchen counter being like all right well
0: what do we do now
1: that was fun guys <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: So at that point, the family still hadn't offered any explanation for the trip, what happened or why they fled in the first place. The only thing that Mark said was that he just wanted his family to be able to return to normal. And that's why I said, I kind of understand why they haven't talked about it. Mm. They just want to get back on with their normal lives and forget that the whole embarrassing thing happened, I think.
1: Yeah, and I also wonder if, like, I have a lot of wonders. Um, There's a lot of questions going on in my mind right now. There was obviously an event or something that triggered all
0: this, right? Mm.
1: Whether it be, like, a combination of being them being secluded on the farm and then some form of stressor that just ignited this all. So, I do wonder if they finally got back to the farm because of everyone would have been asking them. Everyone mm. would have been yeah. like, hey, like, what happened? Media would have been ringing them constantly, asking for, like, interviews or what's happening, blah, blah, blah. If that could have then, at any point, potentially sparked another – out of this delusion but
0: that's the thing it didn't nothing else has happened they didn't take off again they're all still there Mm, i
1: wonder if it'll like sit with them for a while like that little bit of stress will just like sit and bubble
0: uh yeah i'm sure they think about this whole thing often i mean i would (laughs) same i think i think the the reason why people are so convinced that this is a case of psychosis is because they all just went back right
1: It was just business as usual.
0: There couldn't have been any reason for them to leave if they all just went back. Yeah. You know? And then nothing happened after that.
1: Right. If they were in imminent danger. Exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't have gone back or we would have heard something
0: after the fact. Yeah, exactly. So it all just seems really weird and there's no real explanation for it. I think that's why psychosis is like the leading theory in this one. Because it's Mm. the only thing that really makes any sense.
1: Yeah. That's so strange.
0: In, so in may of 2017 rihanna did speak to woman's day which why would you choose that but sure
1: okay i guess for any international
0: <laughs> listeners a day is like it's, it's it's not good journalism i can say that for sure it's uh, cheap gossip it is it's a cheap like gossip rag it's not it's not very good anyway so but mm. she she chose them to speak to she spoke very briefly and with no detail at all so it's very disappointing to read that interview for me <laughs> She said Dang. that she believed her father was suffering from a mental breakdown at the time, but she thought it had been building up for some time and then he'd convinced the family that they needed to leave. But she doesn't say why or what happened that day mm. or anything like that.
1: So I I guess the furthest that they're willing to say or explain anything is just that the dad was just feeling it yeah. and convinced everyone that they had to go, so they left.
0: Yeah, but surely you couldn't – like you couldn't just wake up one morning and say we've got to go get in the car leave everything behind.
1: Yeah, I feel like in that instance you would ha- leave the house in quite a disarray. Because
0: like if you but it wasn't like that at all. It was very organized and neat.
1: Yeah, so like if you weren't sharing in some of the delusion and you just woke up one morning and your dad or whatever is just like hey, get in the car, we need to leave. Me personally, I'd be like try to gather as much of my stuff as i needed to
0: yeah absolutely and that's the thing like uh, something to keep in mind even though these are their kids they're all grown like these are adult mm. children if you're like 10 and your dad says get in the car we gotta go you go all right but at like your okay. mid-20s you go hang on wait why where are we going
1: right like how where are we going what do i need to take
0: right what's going on so the fact that he was able to convince all three of them to get in the car in the first place kind of amazing yeah So the only other thing that she said is that she, when she looks back on the incident, it was very scary, but that they are now trying to get back on track and be happy and healthy. That was all she said. Mm. She didn't say anything else.
1: I do hope that they're like doing better.
0: Oh yeah, same, same.
1: And they're like, you know, they found some peace and they're not going through it still.
0: I'm sure there was a part of me that's like, should I do this? Because I feel like they want people to forget about it. But also there's a million YouTube videos and other podcasts that have covered this. So it's out there. I
1: think it's also important to talk about, like, I mean, It's also important that, to talk
0: about mental health, for sure.
1: Absolutely. And like, pun parcel of that is the French name, which I'm not going to even attempt <laughs> to say. It's so rare that it hasn't been talked about. So I think it's very, I think it's important to talk about things that are rare because i mean just because they're rare doesn't mean that they're any less real or they're any less yeah likely to have happen in the future so i think it's very important to talk about these things
0: i also think it's just human fascination you know like oh, that there's this case that not many people have experienced before and people are fascinated by it yeah there's definitely a part of me that wishes the family would talk about that experience maybe they will at some point in the future. But I sincerely doubt they will. I think they're going to keep this to themselves just to get a better understanding of what happened, what led them to that. Mm. But I get why they want to keep it on the down low. I I do.
1: Yeah. I do hope, though, as well, that even if it was a case of that shared psychosis, that even though that they don't want to talk about it publicly, and I 100% get that and I respect it, I'm still fucking curious, but I still understand. I do hope that if that was the case, that they – have spoken to some form of professional about it just so that it can be some – in some way documented, at least from, like, a psychological standpoint.
0: I hadn't even really thought of that. But, I mean, I hope so. But I have a feeling they haven't spoken to anyone. I think if they had, it would have leaked at some point. Mm,
1: I think it's just because it's so rare that – I mean, if this is – if this is that, then – it's definitely worth trying to understand it from a, like an educational point of view just for like future um, instances where this will end up happening to other people. At least it can be documented and like studied. And I understand that I'm like people just don't want to be treated like lab rats. That's fine. But I mean, it's like you said, we're, we're very fascinated people mm. and humankind is very interested in progressing and so I think it would be important to share that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and even if they wanted to like, you know, keep it under wraps um, for now and release it later, totally get that too. Mm. I I, mean, I know this isn't the same thing, but you know how in the past, I guess like with any mental health thing, but the example I was going to use is autism. Mm-hmm. Autism has always happened, but it wasn't documented until really recently in our history. Right, yeah. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe there is more examples of, like, this shared psychosis, but we don't know about it because it's not documented.
1: Right. Like, maybe it's, there's, like, it could present tripping over my words, but it could potentially be, like, a spectrum type of thing as
0: well. absolutely. Like, some are are more developed than others.
1: Right. And especially when you've got a a small cluster of them, it would be very interesting to see how each person, like, started in this delusion, and how they fared through it and some of the contributing factors to each person because, I mean, it would have had to have been different for each person. Like, everybody's going through different stresses. Mm. So it would be interesting to see where the parents were at but also where the kids were at considering they're adults. They're living their own life and stuff like that. How they then – like, how it all connects, essentially.
0: I think the other – hard to think about if, we, if we're going to, um, you know, hypothesize that it could be a spectrum, then couldn't it be possible that people share other delusions that aren't as serious or as dangerous. So you have those sisters who ran into traffic and stuff, but what if you just have a family that are all convincing each other that the sky's purple? Yeah. You know what I mean, like it could be on a much smaller yeah. scale. We wouldn't know about it. Absolutely. And especially since one of the reoccurring themes in these cases is social isolation, there's a good chance that we won't find out about it. Mm. Does that make sense?
1: It would also be interesting to see how many people that have been like isolated and had these social, like these uh, psychosis episodes, like how many people are actually out there Mm. and have just had psychosis on a smaller scale, but didn't, you know, think of anything, anything of it. Yeah. Because
0: I mean, it's definitely interesting to think about and how the human brain works and Oh, it's all just so, sort of, like, mm. complicated and complex.
1: Yeah. Oh, another one. is. I wonder if it's – since it has to do with, like, or they hypothesize that it has to do with social, like, isolation and whatever, whatever. But this is where I'm going with it. <laughs> <laughs> the social isolation of it. Because we, we've all – like, the whole world has been in lockdown for COVID. Right.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Like, I mean, okay, take an example. Me and CJ have been living together on our own with no one else, and we were, we were inside for, like, six months, essentially, on our own. What if he had just started telling me, yeah, that, like, the sky was purple? I would probably, like, believe it by the end of the six months.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I, I, oh, I wonder if we'll have, like, if there will be a spike in these cases, because places overseas where they're still isolating severely it would be very interesting to uh see how like if there if there is even been a spike or anything
0: i mean yeah that's the other side of of that i mean this is kind of getting onto a whole other topic but we'll never know the um sort of mental side effects of the pandemic because the media is focused on the pandemic yeah so who knows Ooh. what else is going on at the moment this is a snowball yeah, mystery <laughs> I like it. But yeah, I mean, I decided to do that one because we we did a lot of murder. And honestly, the last one I did, which was Daniel Morecambe, was just a lot. And I wanted to take a break from it. Mm, uh, <laughs> fair. And I knew of this story uh, from a little while ago. I think I heard another podcast cover it. And I was like, that's just nice. a weird, weird thing that we don't have an explanation for.
1: It is very confusing. Like, I am very confused. Um, oh, yeah, I. <laughs> Just in terms of like mapping out their journey, is.
0: Um, I might actually try and map it out on a map and we'll post that to social media just so you can get a feel for how much ground they actually covered because it is mm. insane.
1: <laughs> yeah, just going from Melbourne to Sydney, like you said, is it's a long trip,
0: especially by car. They were basically, well, uh, at least Mark was driving for six days.
1: That's crazy.
0: And I know that it's sort of hard to picture. It's even hard for me to picture, and I live here. Australia's really big. Mm. So it's very easy it to really cover is. that amount of, um, of physical land in that time. How bizarre. That, very strange. We think it's, it's psychosis, but honestly, we don't know. who knows? And the fact that it caught like, media attention is really the only reason that we know about it. And I do yeah. feel for them that everyone, everyone has questions about that time that they probably want to forget. But it's just really interesting.
1: That's super interesting.
0: It's a mystery. (gasps) Spooky. (laughs) But yeah, I thought let's just pick one that we can at least like have a bit of a laugh through. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. So I'm sorry I couldn't bring you more answers. If I had them, I would. It's okay. I'm just going (laughs) to
1: lay awake tonight and think of how this all happened.
0: Am I in psychosis right now? Oh, God, don't go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, Linda. What, so Linda's your Alexa now? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) She's seen what I've Googled. She knows.
0: I mean, she's listening to our conversation right now.
1: (laughs) Right. Oh, dear. (laughs) Hey, Linda, send me a sign.
0: (laughs) Now you're treating her like she's a ghost. (laughs) <laughs> linda if you're out there knock twice <laughs> like twice <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh god i'm sorry i didn't mean to make you choke oh
1: that was fun i enjoyed it but i think that's it <gasps> that's it where can people find us
0: if you want to find out anything more or any of the visuals related to this episode, I'm definitely going to try and get that map out. Um, you can find it on our website at Podcast.com. You can also email us at pod at gmail.com. We want to know about your Linda. Yeah.
1: Do you have a Linda? What's their name? H- how do you, how do you visualize
0: yet? your FBI assigned agent that listens to you? We want do to know. you keep them in a job? Oh, God. <laughs> yes tell us we want to know um you can also find us on instagram and twitter at devil's margarita was there anything else yay no so i i think i think that's everything
1: i think that's it okay bye okay bye
0: she was but at first i had no idea Did you hear that? (laughs) I did, yeah. Oh my God, okay.